Welcome back to Africa Science Focus, the weekly science and development show from SciDevNet. I'm Michael Kaloki. Nigeria is currently facing its worst flooding in a decade. More than 600 people have been killed and over a million others have been displaced. The last time a deadly flood like this occurred was in 2012. In this episode, we tried to understand the drivers of this flooding and how to avert it in the future. Our reporter Royal Uche has been speaking to Professor Nelson Odume, acting director at the Institute for Water Research at Rhodes University, South Africa. He tells what's behind the current flooding situation in Nigeria. Climate change is one of the reasons why we have the current flooding in Nigeria. What has really changed about climate change that we talk about is the is the increasing intensity of one to five day amount of rainfall that Nigeria is now experiencing. So we now have increasing frequency of intense amount of rainfall that happens over a period of one to, to five days. And when this happens, usually you have a lot of water in, in the cities. But this is aggravated by several factors. The first one has to do with the urban spatial planning in Nigeria. So we have a situation where people are building on areas where they are not supposed to be building. For example, we have people building on floodplains, on wetlands, and these areas are prone to seasonal flooding. But the other reasons why we have the current flooding is also, which is linked to planning, is that we do not have adequate and well-designed stormwater system or drainage system. Some of the drainage systems and the stormwater collection system that we have in the country, the design capacity are not enough to contain and channel water from the city during peak flooding period. But also linked to this is also the issues of waste, solid waste management. Even with the few drainage systems that are available, these are now being used as solid waste collecting uh, pipe. And because of this, drainage systems are blocked. And when we experience this kind of uh, intense amount of rainfall, there are no sufficient drainage systems that can collect this water from, 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 from residential area because they have been blocked by solid waste. But beyond the issues of climate change and urban planning, another critical dimension of why we are experiencing this flooding in Nigeria is that you will notice that Nigeria has two major river systems that are transboundary in nature. So let's take the Benue River, for example, which comes, runs from Cameroon into Nigeria. On the Benue River catchment, you have a dam in Cameroon, which is called the Lado Dam. And this Lado Dam was built in the 70s. And the Nigeria government also agreed during that period that they were also going to build the Kassin Hausa Dam in Adamawa State. And the intention of this Casino Dam in Adamawa State was that one of the reasons was that it was going to have 
a two and a half capacity bigger dam than uh, the, the, the Lago Dam in Cameroon. So that when the Lago Dam in Cameroon, water is released from it, it is then contained by the Casino Outside Dam in Nigeria. But that's never get completed, even as I'm speaking to you. And therefore, when the, now when the Cameroonian release the excess water from that dam, the riparian states or the riparian country of the Benue River, of which Nigeria is one of it, gets flooded. So that is another reason why we are experiencing this flooding. It's, it's, not, it's not one of the major, but it's a contributing factor. But when we now come to, 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 to the, the Niger River, we know that the Niger River, before it gets into Nigeria, runs through some of the riparian states that are in a desert area. And because of that, there's a lot of sediment that the river carries from this riparian state into Nigeria, Nigeria being the downstream most country of the, of the Niger River. And therefore, the Niger River is now siltated. So there's a lot of silt sediment coming to the Niger River, what needs to happen is that this has to be dredged from time to time. So these are, these are some of the issues. In summary, one is the issue of spatial planning, two, solid waste management, three, the way in which we manage our international rivers or transboundary rivers. We need to relook really at that. Four, the management of our dams and reservoirs in Nigeria, and also collaboratively with those that uh, are being managed, the communication between Nigeria and Cameroon. So these are the key issues why we are experiencing this flood. And finally, the issues of climate change that I spoke to earlier. These floods have terrible consequences. Royal spoke to Alagoa Morris, an environmentalist and the head of Environmental Rights Action, Friends of the Earth, by Elsa State in Nigeria. He's also a victim of the flood in the state and spoke about it. He spoke to us about the consequences of the flooding for the people living through them. Unfortunately, uh, this flood came and then it's like a surprise to us, especially to the authorities, because nothing, practically nothing was done in terms of preparation. But all of a sudden, within that 13, 14, 15th of October, I noticed that the drain, the little drain, the drainage gutter in our estate, uh, was not flowing again. Instead, I noticed the water level getting stagnant and gradually started increasing. That gave me a signal that something is amiss, and I begin to monitor it. Gradually, that increased increased until the gutter itself overflew its bank and then spread to parts of the estate. Uh, my neighbor, one of them quickly relocated. We thought it would not come up to a certain level. And we quickly bought uh, cement, sand, and called a bricklayer to make sure uh, our lowland, our, our doorsteps are raised to ensure that when the flood gets to that level, it will not get into the house. But we were wrong. As the flood level rise, 
it grows gradually within the next two, three days. Before we knew it, it was right inside the office, our living home, and everywhere. So that was how we were displaced. Initially, we were sleeping on top of the table. I slept in the table for the past, uh, uh, for, for about two days in the office, while my family slept the same way on tables and chairs. Poor infrastructure and management of dams contribute to the level of flooding in Nigeria. Philip Jakpor, the Director of Programs at Corporate Accountability and Public Participation Africa, told us the role poor management of dams plays in flooding. What caused the floods uh, can be directly, of course, linked to uh, the failure of the Nigerian government to um, follow up on its commitment to build buffer dams uh, when the Lagdo Dam was built in 19, uh, built and completed in 1981. Nigeria is supposed to build a dam in Adamawa, present-day Adamawa, and the dam is supposed to be two times or two and a half times the size of the Lagdo Dam in Cameroon. Now, the reason why uh, we have the flood this month, this year, just like we had in 2012, is because there was excess rains, of course, occasioned by the climate change, and the dam in uh, Cameroon, which is in northern Cameroon, the Lagdo Dam, is likely to break apart if waters are not released. So um, sometimes we hear that um, why did Cameroon not notify the Nigerian government or why did Cameroon release the waters? We must understand that if the waters are not released from the dam, when the dam is getting full due to excess rains, the dam might tear apart. And if that happens, what we are even talking about as a disaster at the moment will have been child's play. It will mean virtually half of Nigeria will be underwater. So what can be done to prevent this kind of catastrophic flooding in the future? Back to Professor Oduma to discuss. So if you look at the various problems that have identified or the various contributing factors to the flooding, the first one is the issue of spatial planning. So Nigeria was now stretching the governance processes and the regulatory regime when it comes to spatial planning. We must move, a, we must implement the regulation in such a way that we prohibit people from building on flood plains on, or on wetlands. These are areas that are prone to flooding. But also the design of our drainage system as well as the, the, the stormwater systems have to take into account the, the, the flood peaks by modeling the historical flood peaks and then you des design the, the drainage system as well as the the storm water, the urban stormwater system, so that they can hold flood uh, flood water at peak level. So that is something that we need to consider. The other thing that we need to consider is that the the reservoirs and dams that are currently operational in Nigeria they are pretty rude. 
need to take into account, again, the flooding regime that happened in Nigeria. A lot of our dams are built for hydroelectric purpose, irrigation, and some for flood control. We need to think about how do we repurpose these dams so that flooding operating rule is sufficiently accounted for, even though we are, we, these dams are built for hydroelectric and irrigation purpose. Solid waste management is also something that we need to start really thinking about very carefully by implementing the relevant environmental legislations in, and regulations in the country. Prohibit and prohibit the dumping of solid waste in, in drainage systems, in stormwater systems. We also need to accelerate education and awareness raising of why people actually has to be able to have to stop building on floodplain, how to manage solid waste, and how to respond in times of flooding. The Nigeria Emergency Management Agency, the Nigeria Hydrological Services Agency, and as well as the Meteorological Agency have been doing a good job in terms of crediting and sending early warning systems. But beyond that, we need to strengthen resilience across the country. And that would then take me to the coping mechanism that people can adopt during this kind, these difficult times. Now that they are happening and in case the, this kind of uh, flooding happened again in the future, which of course, if nothing is done, it is certain that um, this flooding, this kind of flooding will happen again in the future. That's all from us at Africa Science Focus today. If you want to find out more, head to the SciDevNet website. That's www.scidev.net. Today's show was produced by Alice Hurst with reporting by Royal Uche and editing by Ogechi Ekeanyawo. Until next time, goodbye. Africa Science Focus is produced by SciDevNet and distributed in association with your local radio station.